Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Oh, gosh. Hi, everybody. Good to have you back. This is Marsha Collier, and there's no Mark Cohen this week because California wildfires. Mark has no power at his house, so I'm here holding it down with Kurt running my Twitter stream for the live feed and Wade in San Diego at WS Radio Networks uh, putting the show together and sending it out on the air. So if you don't have time to catch the entire show, Please check our archives, and we're on iHeartRadio, WS Radio Networks, iTunes. We're pretty much on everywhere, and it's Computer and Technology Radio. Quick shout-out to everybody who's tweeting on Twitter. Ray Gordon, Uncle Bill, Mark Carruthers, Jeremy Murphy, Murphy Linda Sherman Gordon, um, Valencia. Good to see you all, and thanks for being with me. It's a tough time here in California. I can barely keep up with your tweets. So, thank you for being there, and let me see, where was I going to go? Oh, Ray Gordon mentioned on Twitter, when we were talking about Singles Day earlier, you know, why are they selling that many diapers if it's Singles Day? Ray, got news, it's a new world. Um, In many countries, if women don't find a man to have their children with, they just have their children. So, that's why you sell a lot of diapers. And thanks, everybody, for the well wishes. But let's talk about tech, because tech is so much more fun than talking about the fire. i got to tell you. Um, I didn't have a chance to mention it in the second, uh, the first segment, but did you all hear about uh, Bill Gates and his toilet referendum? No kidding. Bill Gates aims to save $233 billion by reinventing the toilet. He addressed a group at the Gates Foundation. They've already spent $200 million funding toilet research. And they claim that it's a $6 billion market. Who knew? I kind of thought toilets worked well. But it seems that in other countries, in many countries that don't have an advanced plumbing system and water handling It seems that what comes out of the toilet is dangerous. Uh, Gates held up during his speech a beaker of human feces, and he said it contained as many as 200 trillion rotavirus cells, 200 billion Shigella bacteria, and 100,000 parasitic worm eggs. Now, you can see that if you're in a third world country and you don't have approaches for sterilizing water, that this could be a big deal. So Microsoft, or not Microsoft, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation is working on a new way that integrates an electrochemical reactor to break down water and human waste into fertilizer and hydrogen, which can be stored in hydrogen fuel cells as energy. Is that great? You can run your car on poop. But, you know, I'm somehow thinking this isn't going to happen right now in my lifetime. But properly handled, he says, human waste can be an economically attractive investment due to the health benefits. Uh, The unmet need of 2.3 billion people don't have basic sanitation, and this could give them so much more. So, Bill Gates, thank you for addressing something we didn't know we had a problem about because, hey, toilets. 
And again, this is something I didn't have in my notes. And how many people out there have wanted to see the Northern Lights? I know I did, and as a matter of fact, I planned a trip this winter for my husband and I. We're going to be going up to the Arctic Circle, believe it or not, north of the Arctic Circle to see the Northern Lights. But if you're listening uh, from Montana, Canada, North Dakota, Minnesota, Washington, um, Maine, you may get a chance to see them tonight or tomorrow night. It seems that there's a solar wind, probably has to do with the wildfires, too. Um, auroras are unpredictable because they depend on sun's activity. And if there's a high enough solar wind, it will disturb the magnetic field around the Earth, which disrupt, disrupts radio communications and makes a beautiful light show. So between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday... And tonight, you may be able to see the Aurora Borealis in those states. And I understand it's a great thing. It's a bucket list thing for me. So that's why we're going to go to the Arctic Circle. And I will be tweeting a picture from the Arctic Circle, although there's no signal up there. It's going to be, I don't know, I'm going to be days without a signal. It's going to be crazy. But we will be in Alaska. And we will be going on that ice road that you see in ice road truckers. Yeah, we'll be flying in a little tiny plane. I figure cruises are for babies. We're going to do <laughs> to the land version. So if you can see them, take a look. Now, something, as you all know, I have, uh, there's a lot of ways to say it, but I have an issue with solar energy. And I live in California, and we should have solar energy, and it should work. And... As, as I think Ray Gordon mentioned, he has solar power on his house, but if the power goes out, unless you have a battery, you don't have solar power. But the University of Huddlesfield in the U.K., now the U.K. has, believe it or not, they are very, very solar. A lot of the homes in the U.K. are crazy solar. They all have solar, but they did a long-term study, a five-year study. And they've discovered a 25% power loss across the U.K. Um, they analyzed uh, close to 3,000 polycrystalline silicon photovolactic panels. Those are PV panels distributed across the U.K. And they have been fossil-free for two years, and the demand is constantly increasing for renewable energy. So it seems that based on the location of the panels... They get something called hotspots, and I'll talk about hotspots because this, this article did not explain it a whole lot. It seems hotspots are areas of elevated temperature which can affect only part of the solar panel. The result is a localized decrease in efficiency, and the main cause of uh, the, solar, the aging of the actual solar cell causing actual damage to the solar panel's lifetime performance. And the research showed unprecedented de density in hotspots in the north of England. Over 90% of the hotspots are located in the north, and most of these are inland, with considerably less seen on the coast. So, okay, don't worry, I'm going to address this in a second. So, but still, in five years, it's five. 25% less power. So I said, this, this is a little ridiculous. I don't know what a hotspot is, so 
I Googled and Googled and Googled and Googled, and I went to one of the big bad companies that are in charge of this, uh, DuPont, who does make solar solar panels, and I found what's the deal with hotspots. So, yes, it's an elevated uh, temperature on a panel. What causes hotspots? It was interesting that it was in the north of England, and in England it's really cold in the north of England, and it seems that if the panel is in the shade a lot, it develops the hot spots because it doesn't have constant sun. So when I look at my neighbor's house across the street and half the day their house is in shade, it can cause, the deal is when the cells are completely shaded by design of the system, uh, the sunlight may not be sufficient to trigger the bypass diode, which results in the increased temperature, which will degrade the panel. So, and that even includes partial shading due to trees or tall vegetation. So I'm looking at solar installations here in California that are shaded half the day, and it says to me, whoa, people paid up to $50,000 for that when I'm reading the thing from the manufacturer who says it shouldn't be shaded. You know, cut down the tree, do whatever. And then I had this question that everybody was dancing around, was if I install the solar panels on my house, am I going to have to go up on my roof and hose them down? And you get, uh, no, no, that, that doesn't cause any problem. The dust, it's, it's just dust. Well, no. It seems that the dust and the dirt can have a big deal. Um, panels can be soiled due to dust, dirt, and other contaminants during their lifetime. Um, they should be cleaned regularly. The frequency of cleaning should be dependent on the climate conditions and ground surrounding the installation. So where I live, it doesn't rain hardly at all. So there's no natu natural washing off. And it's crazy. The dirt spots on the panels and I'm, I'm looking at you know UV pictures and microscope and all the official science stuff that this causes a problem called hot spots even high temperatures hot spots can occur as a result of operation in hot dry areas prone to sand and dusting hello Southern California hot spots are caused by underperforming cells the cell will dissipate the current produced by the string and behave like a resistor, converting the current into heat instead of converting it into electricity. Um, I'll tweet out something about that, but if anybody is curious about the actual paper that I found from DuPont, uh, tweet to me and I'll be glad to send it to you. It's a crazy thing. I think there's a lot we have to look into that we don't know about. But what I didn't know is that these solar panels can actually degrade by 25% within five years just because of dust and dirt. I mean, that, that's a bit, bit much, I think. Uh, and obviously, Mark doesn't have any extra, extra power to spare. Let me share something about that right now on Twitter, hashtag TechRadio. And let me see. So do you have a nest at your house uh, we do we have nests on our air conditioning heating and we have a ring video doorbell but nest now makes 
a ring type of doorbell. And the question is, which is better? Um, I've looked at a survey holding them together two by two. They're both pretty cool. The Nest Hello is only $198. The Ring Video is $249. But the thing I really suggest you look at when you get into IoT, and this is IoT, is what the subscription cost, because the purchase cost is just the tip of the iceberg. It, you know, once you have it installed, where do you think those videos go? So you have to pay for a service. For Ring Video Doorbell, which is what we use, and this is why we use it, it starts at $3 per month, and the highest tier is $10 per month. $3 per month, I think, yeah, okay, I'll be glad to spend that for the security of my house. But when you get to the Nest Hello, it starts at $5 per month, and the highest tier is $30 per month. That's a little, a, a bit much. And also, with the Nest Hello, it's not, you can't use the standard doorbell system that you can use when you install a Ring video. So I kind of agree um, with a lot of people, although both of them are great. Uh, how can you tell the difference? I just say, whatever costs you less and actually works for you. I, I think that's the most important thing to pay attention to. Um, let me see. Google. Google did something. Yes. Google dark mode. Now, all my friends who are Mac people, Apple people, they always have dark screens. And I wonder, why is there a dark screen? Because I really like the bright white screen. I really enjoy looking at a white screen. But I notice, you know, at night, I put on night mode, so it takes some of the blue light out of the screen to make it easier on my eyes. So Google has enabled every app with a dark mode, which is pretty interesting. Since I'd never tried it, I thought, why not try it and see how it works? And it does. It converts YouTube messages. You can go to dark mode. Dark mode means black background with white text. Now, the main reason I've looked at this, even though I have great battery powder, power on all my devices, is that it saves battery because black is an absence of light. So if it's only feeding light, let's say Gboard dark mode gives you a dark keyboard, which is kind of like an old-fashioned typewriter. Um, I think it's great and you know I recommend Google's Gboard for a keyboard because it really is fabulous. And it's available on iOS and Android. Uh, when you go into its settings with themes, you can enable dark mode. And that was my first foray into it. So it kind of looks like a typewriter. I like it. It's easy. It's a little tough to get used to because uh, we're all used to seeing a lighter screen with dark letters. But you can save power. And in the settings of all different apps, Android Messages. I haven't done that yet because I'm just, I'm not there. I kind of like the pretty colors that come on the back of Android Messages. But you can switch that in settings to dark mode. Uh, YouTube, Google News, you can see in dark mode. I'm, I'm trying to get rid of that too. Um, I don't see all the pretty pictures in the background that I used to see. So I may switch back because I like the pictures. Google Maps has a dark mode. But then again, I probably won't be using that either because when I use Google Maps and we're driving on a long trip, 
in case you didn't know, they, it has a night mode on Google Maps. So when you're driving into a dark area, all of a sudden Google Maps turns dark and the roads are light. It's kind of a reverse. So that is a native dark mode in Google Apps. Uh, Google Maps, and I like it a lot. It makes it easy. So start going into the settings. Settings. You can even do Gmail in dark mode, uh, and this is done in themes. Go in, take a look, play with the themes, and see what you can do. Also, though, for you, those of you who are using Gmail, I mean, they're adding new features all the time, and you know, I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah, new feature. It's going to break something. I'm afraid to use it. So, if you've ever worried about Gmail, if you've ever worried how people pass along your emails, do other people see it? You know, there's always, you see from lawyers and a lot of businesses, a disclaimer at the bottom of an email, this is intended only for the recipient, blah, 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 delete it if you're not the recipient, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that That's great to read, but, you know, legally that really doesn't hold any teeth. So I noticed it on Gmail yesterday a mode called confidential mode. How does that work? What it does is you send your email and you can either lock it with a password that you send via a text, you know, if the sender op will go ahead with opts in for it, or via email if the recipient doesn't use the Gmail app, which I think is very cool. So you've got a lock that will prevent, and this is on the Android and the iOS app, that stops the recipient from forwarding, copying, printing, or downloading the message. Um, you can also set it, which I think is great, that they can only see it for a certain length of time or based on how many clicks they do on the email. So I really think that Confidential mode is something that will make life better for a lot of email because, honestly, you know, I tell people when you're having a meeting with somebody and they want to have it on the phone and they won't give you a note via email outlining what you've discussed, you have to realize that the reason they don't want it in email is because then there's a record of what you've discussed. And it's very important to have a record of what you discussed. And if it disappears in 10 minutes, that's no good either. So consider Gmail confidential mode if you want to save yourself um, from, I don't know, people sharing your email. That kind of blows. Um, for all our friends who are on Windows 7, you know it reaches the end of support in January 2020. But so many businesses are still using it. And Microsoft recently disclosed that over half of its commercial device install base has moved to Windows 10. Um, but still, a huge number of people are still using Windows 7. Windows 7 is cool. I have it on one of my laptops. And businesses are concerned about going to Windows 10. It's going to be a little problematic because they have other software that they use. Bottom line, you'll be able to pay Microsoft to continue support. So I think that's a good thing. That could be very good. So if you're stuck on Windows 10, you love Windows 10, knock yourself out. By the way, I want to thank again, listening on Twitter, Rock Christopher, Uncle Bill, who mentioned Saved by the Bell episodes have been recut to fit your phone. And this may be the future of TV. What a great idea. 
You're going to recut the shows so they fit nicely on a phone, and that's a great idea. But still, a lot of people still watch TV, and we all have big TVs. And oh, Marvin, thank you very much. Yes, Marvin Funtime 777 has been making a collection of my strange quotes. And this week's strange quote, quote is, run your car on poop. Well, you know, I do what I can, Marvin. It's technology. <laughs> Why technology? So last but not least, let's talk about the holidays are coming up. I mean, all the stores have their holiday stuff up. Black Friday is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, you may want to plan what you're shopping for. You may want to, like I do, go through um, Amazon and kind of make a little shopping list of things I'm interested in. But it's getting harder and harder to get a unique gift. So I want to throw out a couple of ideas of some cool things that aren't terribly expensive that you might be able to enjoy. There's a company called Elago, E-L-A-G-O, W3, that makes a stand for the Apple iWatch Series 4. And it makes it look like, remember the old days of Apple monitors, the, the, the original Macintosh? Well, that's what it looks like. You slip your watch in there. It charges, and it's like a little clock in the screen of the pseudo Macintosh. It's so cute, and it's only $9.99. You can get it in Amazon. Now, a gift that I highly recommend you give people, if you can't think of anything else, is a subscription to a VPN. There's a lot of sales going on over the holidays. We've talked about good VPN services. Don't just Google good VPN services. Talk to your friends. See what they're using because the marketing for VPN services is insane. Um, I use, oh, I don't know, um, PC Magazine editors say they like Choice VPN. And what do I use? I don't even remember. But... ExpressVPN, that's the one I use. It's good to have them out of the United States. And as Kurt has noticed, when you use a VPN to browse the Internet, he uses it on his iPad Pro for browsing the Internet. He's found that the pages load a lot faster, like crazy faster. And yet he'll be logged into a server in the United Kingdom or in the Netherlands. Now, why does it load faster? Because in Europe, they have the GDPR. And in Europe, they're not running all the ads and the things that track you and know where you are and blah, 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 the privacy issues that we have here in the United States. So using a VPN, great idea for fast web browsing. And, I mean, you can get as little as $3 a month. I think I pay $60 a year, but five devices can be hooked up at the same time. I think that's a great gift. Don't forget the Super NES Classic, which I have one of. Uh, get it. They are plentiful, fabulous, $79.99 at Best Buy. The mini version of the original Super NES Classic, which it t with a ton of, ton of uh, games already built in. Wade, did you stop by to say something? Well, yeah, and maybe for a future show, as much as I want to talk about the poop, um, the VP... <laughs> 
you know, the VPN, because, you know, when I think VPN, I just think, okay, I need to do something for my job that needs some kind of level of security. And I've never really thought of VPN outside of that context. So it might be interesting in a future show to talk about. Well, no, you know, let's just let's turn around the car just for a second okay. and talk about VPNs. Because let me tell you what happens. So I use ExpressVPN. If anybody wants a free month of ExpressVPN, just tweet to me, hashtag tech radio, and I'll send you a free month because that's what they do. <laughs> I don't get anything. I get a free month. You get a free month. What you do is you install the app, and ExpressVPN is based in the Virgin Islands, I believe. And once you install the map, uh, the app, it finds where you are. And when you want to sign on to a virtual private network, there's no settings to do. There's no big fancy work to do, which there used to be. And you can also use it just as easy on your computer. You just tap it and select a country to sign in for. But in um, that's it. No settings, no magic. I mean, lots of magic, no effort. I want to thank everybody who's hung in with us. Thank you, Kurt, for doing the Twitter cast. Wade, thanks for helping out. Mark Carruthers, Marvin, Uncle Bill, Linda, thank you all. This is Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio Networks. You've been the listening to Computer Look, and Technology Radio Bye-bye. with your hosts, you Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. No produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. 
Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of Universal Talk Laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal Talk Laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 